I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I think I'm like doing a pretty good job with the jet lag. Yeah, you seem quite on it right now. Well, I think like having work at 630 this morning mm. was helpful. Yeah. Because like. That's actually not that far off of. I would have woken up anyway. Right. right. At that time, because it would have been, like, 11 o'clock time. Mm -hmm. And so, rather than, like, waking up and, like, being wonky, I just, like, was up and at work. And then I had an espresso. Nice. I had the new blonde espresso from Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Smooth, but packs a punch, just like me. (laughs) That's what I've always said about you. (laughs) That I'm smooth, but I pack a punch. Yep. Uh, Yeah. Put it on my gravestone. Here lies Brooke. She She was was smooth, smooth, but she packed packed a a punch. punch. Um, and now, and I was like, oh, I wanted, oh, also the Hebrew word for nap is schnapps. Oh, that's really good. That's a good one. Will you, um, for our listeners, Brooke just told me a lot of the, um, Israeli slang she learned. Will you share some of your favorites, please? Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to say schnapps, which uh-huh. means nap. Um, so the word mushlam uh-huh. means perfect. Um, and so one of the Israelis was told me that I was mushlam. Um, cause I'm a small, petite, cute package of fun. Cause um, you're smooth, but you pack a punch. Exactly. And like moosh for short. And then I was like, Ooh, I'm moosh. You're moosh. The whole kingdom is moosh. <laughs> and then our armed guard, our armed guard, um, was like, Brooke, please don't say that. And I was like, why moosh, moosh, moosh. And he was like, no, no, no. Like, like bimbos say that like you don't want to be the girl that says moosh so like it's like <laughs> like basic basic bitches are like That's really funny. so i got hashtag i was like oh hashtag moosh life moosh life get it trending <laughs> and it just like pissed him off so much but like i said it the whole trip it like became a thing good well um, done so my favorite thing to say in hebrew is which is you live in a movie um like you're in a fucking fantasy they say it to each other all the time <laughs> and um Yitzhak hummus, which means your braid is made of hummus. <laughs> your um, pronunciation is beautiful. I am good at Hebrew. You are. I can tell. Yeah. You're quite good at it. Um, yeah. I love Israel. You guys, I was in Israel. And? Italy. Yeah. Uh, and then With I'm... the classic eyes. Those big eyes. Got the big eyes. Yep. Oh, and Sababa, which is like, cool, 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 cool. So you're like, oh, is, oh fun. are we agreed? Are we agreed? Okay, Sababa. Oh, I love that. Sababa. Sababa. What get a good it, word. Get it trending. Get it trending. You're real big into getting things trending. I love it. I'm a millennial. <laughs> That's right. Make it trend. Get it trending. Um, um, can you give us some like quick highlights from your trip? Um, sure. 
pasta in Italy. I know that one. I ate a lot of pasta. Hashtag pasta body. Get it trending. <laughs> I got. I'm keeping a list. <laughs> I have a lot of things I have to get trending after this. Uh, uh, I got meeting. Qu- quick mitzvah at the Western Wall. Our guide called me um, a spaz. Um, nice. I. You know, in Ireland, that's a slur. Spaz. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think in a lot of the UK, it's on par of like. It'd be the equivalent of us calling someone the R word or like, you just really, you don't do it. Um, I floated in the Dead Sea. Oh, oh. Of course, oh, of course. Oh. Yes. My life can now be divided into two sections. Before what and after what? Before I rode a camel. Uh-huh. And after I rode a camel. Before you lived your Sex in the City dreams on the back of a camel. I lived my Sex in the City dreams a lot throughout this trip. Really? There were just like a couple times where I was like... This is this. This is happening. Yeah. This is real. This is me. Um, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be now. I would say that. Um, gonna let the light. Keep going. Yeah. Shine on me. <laughs> I could keep going. Of course. Um, being able to stand next to a statue in Florence and go, that's a completely naked statue. <laughs> and just sing the light in the piazza all around the piazza. You got like, to live your, your empty dreams. I lived my empty dreams your all Jewish over. Jewish dreams, your everything dream. I think I gave Israel enough musical theater references to like satiate it for like a couple months at least. Who knew that's what they were missing over there? <laughs> that will solve all that's the conflicts. That's it. You fixed it. Just a little lighthearted show tutoring. I mean, if I haven't always said musical theater can fix everything. Um, I believe in the power of theater. Oh. I'm going to stick that out there real hard. But I also love to make fun of it, me, anyone who's involved with it. I like to think I'm self-aware and how weird I am. You're not that weird. Maybe it's just because you're like most of the people who I know. <laughs> I, no, no, no. As the person who doesn't know anything about musical theater and went to theater school, I always felt like I had no fucking idea what was going on. <laughs> yeah, but like my ability to make friends with normal people was really, I was impressive. Oh, I drove Lily mad all throughout Italy because I just kept going, you know how in Master of None, um, Aziz yeah. is like Alora. Yeah. So I did that, but I would also go Alohamora. <laughs> of course you did. That's just like you condensed into a. I That's literally me, like yeah. put into a bubble. Um. So, oh my God, did you clock on Queer Eye? Um, which one or both of the JB Jude Willem shirts? <laughs> I didn't even need to. No, I know. I love that you for. like ha- followed the jump in my brain yeah. to a little life as well. I got you. Seely literally bought that shirt last night online. I mean, of course. The question is which color because Anthony has at least two. He bought the white one with the V neck oh, that he wears nice. in the last episode. Good. Good. And I want one too, but I just like don't know if I can bring myself. I mean, why not? I don't have any money left. That's fair. But I'm... you will again once you get paid, you know, and then you treat yourself to a shirt. I got bills. <laughs> I, I gotta, gotta pay. pay. Um, so I'm going to work, work, work every, every day. day. Um, hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Splat. Splat. Welcome back to Splat. Splat, the podcast where me, Brooke, and me, Bridget, talk about sex in the city. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. Yay. You know, I had to sit and be like, like today, did. I like thought about it. I'm glad you did. I you thought about yourself. Um, Bridget, we've been talking a lot about me. Well, you've had a major life event happen since we've recorded last. That's true. I'm it's a different. Worth talking I'm about. a different person. You've been reborn. <laughs> you went to Chicago. I did, which was great. And then I came back and went to work. Um, I got the flu immediately after you left. Yeah. Spent most of that week trying to not have the flu. Went to <laughs> Chicago. 
came back, went to work last week, and I got my nose pierced, which is yeah. like the most exciting thing I've done in months. That's huge. Um, it's actually great because it kind of has. When <laughs> I made a poll about this on Twitter originally, where I was like, should I dye my hair darker, should I get my nose pierced, or do neither of those things fix my anxiety? And <laughs> it's a dumb idea. And um, my friend Lauren replied and was like, actually, my nervous ring totally fixed my anxiety. It was the perfect thing to obsess over. And I have felt similarly because like the piercing is done, but it's a fucking long ass healing process. It won't be fully healed for five months. So you can't go in the ocean. I can't or in any body of water or I can't have anyone touch my nose. I can't touch it. I have to consider it someone else's hand. If my hand is dirty, I it's very. You can't have anyone touch your nose. Well, my nose like can't touch the ring. Do you have people try to touch your nose? often? No, but it was pretty emphasized that that couldn't happen. So now I'm worried people are going to try and touch my nose. Ooh. I think the point is you have a nose ring. And so someone's going to be like, it looks so good. Like touch it. The instinct is to no, touch the shiny I think new like, thing. Like people are going to try to boop you a lot. I'll accept the boops as long as they don't boop the nose ring. Boop. Nose. Stud. stud. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. I want to do this on air. Um, I need you to have a piece of this chocolate, and I, n- I not only need to film you, uh, <laughs> so because it's just amazing. I'm very excited. So this is Israeli chocolate, mm-hmm. and it has Pop Rocks in it. Oh, my God. Yum. And it tastes like carbonated chocolate. I can hear it popping in the mic. That's so funny. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. It's like a slow burn. You're like, oh, this is normal chocolate, and all of a sudden... Pop rocks. Okay. Go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Still tastes like chocolate. <laughs> and now it tastes like chocolate is sort of exploding. <laughs> wow. I love pop rocks. They're so fun, right? <laughs> yeah. It's such a weird feeling. But that's tasty. Mm. Chocolate that wasn't made in the States is so much better. It's so much better. Also, I'm so sorry for everyone who's listening to this small <laughs> explosion. I'm just talking and it's I like, <laughs> this is the worst possible thing we could have done on a podcast. And I, for- for- I, I almost just said I forgive you for it, but I mean, I apologize for it. it goes on for a long time mm-hmm. and then it like gets stuck in your teeth and you're like, there's a pop rock in my teeth. Uh-huh. And um, now I'm just snap, crackle, popping all over the place. But here's the thing, you guys, honestly, um, if I were listening to this podcast right now and I heard the pop rocks I probably would stop listening so bear with us um because it's my favorite new game is to watch people experience this chocolate because people are like it's just chocolate and they're like (laughs) I think if you hadn't told me there were pop rocks I would have swallowed it too fast to realize so I'm glad you did but it doesn't matter if you swallowed it too fast because it'll still it'll just be deeper in your throat oh yum (laughs) it's throat explosion it just tastes like carbonated chocolate it does it does okay so that's it that's us here we are and we're checking back in so as a reminder the last episode we watched was don't ask don't tell Carrie and Aiden broke up because she told him before Charlotte's wedding Charlotte realized trey couldn't get it up but married him anyway and and that's carrie kind of, also ended things with big right she ended the uh, she officially ended the affair because natasha caught her and fell down the stairs and had a scary incident yeah and she had to end things that might have been the episode before but either way we're caught up so this one this is called escape from new york which i just did you did you escaped 
And they are escaping New York for the oh my God. smoke-free wait land of LA. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, I'm ready. Whoa, okay, okay, Nelly, okay, okay. if you will. Uh-huh. There's one thing that we need to talk about that happened while I was away that I can't believe happened while I was away and we didn't get to talk about it sooner. Um, oh, yeah, of course, the explosion between Kim and... Also, the, just the really sad episode with Kim Cattrall's brother. Yeah. The episode, the, the life event. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Like the, the extended episode of him going missing and then finding out he was no longer alive. I didn't know any of that happened. That's where this started. I know. And then I know because she like reached out to the fan. So so unfortunately, this happened to Kim Cattrall's brother and she like reached out and was like, thank you to every right. Do well, you want to you could probably speak to it better. Well, only because I was like online as it was happening and you were traveling. But I was like on a bus and I like stopped. I was sitting there. I was because like, it was a multi-day process where she was also like they were enlisting people to look for him. I mean, it was a multi-day, at least a day or two where no one knew where he was. Yeah. So it wasn't clear it was an issue yet. And then she tweeted and confirmed that. Um, he was no longer alive, which is very, very sad. And I can't even imagine how difficult, but that revealed this like crazy rift. So like she thanked the sex in the city fans for like their outpouring of support. And then I, th- what I, what I gather happened is that Sarah Jessica Parker like tweeted or Instagram something about it. And Kim Cattrall, like she posted an Instagram that was like, dear Sarah Jessica Parker, like I don't need your condolences now, just like I've never needed them. Like, you, you are, aren't a good friend. You are fake. And you're trying to turn my personal tragedy into. It was just like. I've heard a lot of this both ways. Like, that. did you see the guy who was on the show? Um, what's his name? He responded. The guy who was on the show at some point, who I don't know yet, because I don't know his character yet, um, responded by basically being like, look, I am not going to get – someone asked him about it. And he was like, I'm not going to get involved. But what I am going to say was that in all the time I worked with Sarah Jessica Barker, she was a consummate professional. She was remarkably lovely. But I think I've also heard that particularly between her and Kim, there were difficulties always. Yeah. It kind of jives with what we've thought so far and about how the movie's not happening and stuff. But shit went down. I was like in – a lot of shit went down while I was in Israel. Um Yeah. A lot of dark shit, too. A lot of dark shit. A lot of, like, shit close to me. Yeah. A lot of shit, like, I'll tell you about some other shit. But, like, there was shit. Yeah. You know where there wasn't shit? Israel. In Israel, because I was super, super constipated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, travel always does that to me. It's I would, the hardest thing about travel, I've honestly, never, for me. I don't know what it was, but I've never been in more physical pain. Like, I was, like, my stomach was, like, a rock-solid monster place. Ugh. But, you know... Everybody poops, and eventually I did too. And then you got pasta, and you got to. And then I ate flush so that right through your damn system. So much pasta! I am made of pasta. Um, okay. Oh, um, before we <laughs> left for Israel, the last thing I'll say before we left, before you left for Israel, when we were recording our last thing, I was going to say that in basically two weeks, I had finished watching Golden Girls. Uh huh. Um, and it's not really relevant anymore just because all of my excitement about that was so far away. And I've watched literally like seven TV shows in the two weeks you've been gone. But um, three, three weeks, give three yourself weeks, some credit. The three weeks you've been gone. But I took a bunch of videos because if you have watched Golden Girls, um, you'll probably remember some of these. And if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it anyway, because it was just full of joy. But there's a stripper named Mr. Big. They say the word splat. Um, there's an episode where... Uh, one of the main character's son dates a black woman and the black family doesn't want their daughter 
with a young white man, basically, which kind of mirrors the mm-hmm. Samantha episode. Um, and there were at least, I've forgotten now, but there were at least two other episodes where the plot straight up just like lined up. Mm. But it's amazing. I love it. Um, it's definitely a product of its time, you know, and there's a lot of, if nothing else, casual racism. That's kind of how it exists in this show still, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But 90% of the show is just so fucking good. <laughs> anyway, that's all. That's my girl, Golden Girls update. Okay. For real this time. Mm-hmm. Here we go. For real, though. Okay. I will say that watching this episode, I felt like I was on drugs. I was like, a lot of this time, I was like, is this really happening? I can't believe this is happening. Meaning the plot points? Just like the scene. <laughs> There's like one scene in particular where I was literally like, am I on drugs? What's happening in this scene? How many takes do we think this? I had just so many questions and we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. This is just like a wacky episode. It sort of almost feels like a isolated, like a, what are those called? A one-off. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I wondered about it and I wondered about um, Charlotte not going with them because I have a feeling she was filming something or she was, or Sarah Jessica Parker was filming something or I don't know. It seems so strange the way it's set up. Well, it doesn't feel like Sarah Jessica Parker, like there's that, like some of her scenes like are filmed in a different like way. Well, yeah, I imagine it wasn't all actually filmed in L.A. In fact, probably none of it was. None of it was. The parts that are outside don't even really look like L.A. So thunder is rumbling. New York York City. Dark, dreary, gray, miserable. Or was that just me? Carrie wonders if she blows smoke at the window and back into her face. Yeah. My married ex-boyfriend and going through a painful breakup with my current one, which I posit if you have a current boyfriend and you're breaking up with him, isn't he not your current boyfriend? Yeah, it's weird wording, but I think it's just trying to to distinguish between Big and Aiden. I think they just kept Charlotte in New York because Charlotte needed to have this plot point. Yeah, I guess. That makes sense. Um, So So they're all going to L.A. because because someone wants to option Carrie's... Column. column. Like into a TV show called Sex and the City, maybe? I don't know. (laughs) Weird. Um... Samantha looks fucking amazing. She's wearing this like satin red shirt tucked into high black plants. Um, I like her hair a little longer too. It's an interesting look. And um, Tony, Emmy, and Grammy Award winner Cynthia Nixon is obviously trying to grout her hair. So unfortunately, Miranda's hair is a hot old mess. It's in. It's like a very jagged bob that looks like she needs a bunch of tiny butterfly clips and pastel colors to keep it back. And Charlotte is um, showing, showing them photos. printed photos, not on an iPhone because this is like 2003, it's but from her honeymoon. Still 2001. From her honeymoon. From her honeymoon. They're playing a lot of golf. And so Samantha and Miranda leave and Charlotte and Carrie are left. And they're like, how are you? And they're like, I'm good. I'm good. And Carrie's like, Aiden broke up with me because of Big. And Charlotte's like, I didn't have sex with Aiden. Nope. I didn't have sex with Troy the whole time. Trey. Trey, The whole time we were on our um, uh, honeymoon. And they're both like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Carrie's like, you win. (laughs) I love this friendship. Me too. I think they're at a really sweet point and I like this opportunity to have just the two of them. There's that famous thing where Carrie's like, should we order more coffee or just get two guns and kill ourselves? Which Mm -hmm. like would not be so cute in today's world. No. Um, she also like weirdly fondles Charlotte's ring. Yeah, it's a funny little shot. And they're talking about impotence, and Charlotte's like, my husband couldn't possibly be impotent. What she says is he's too pretty to be impotent, which is just like, Charlotte, you don't understand how pretty much anything works, do you? (laughs) Except maybe the art world. She understands how beautiful hair works. True. And she knows. I bet you she could set a table like no one else. I bet you're right. She probably knows a lot about tennis. Um, (laughs) She ends up changing the subject, but first she talks about, you know, she's like, 
could be a, a million things. Like, he could have been nervous about the honeymoon. I just, I don't want it to be. I'm, or the I'm golf. not giving up. She was like, he must have been nervous about the golf. He had a really bad game. My game got better and his wasn't. And Carrie's like, uh, I can't go to L.A. without another pair of shoes. Like, come to Barney's with me and I'll buy them. And Charlotte opts actually to stay and get another cup of coffee by herself. Which I kind of love, too, because we don't really see. Sarah Jessica Parker's body is just unbelievable. We haven't really had a lot of chance to see um, Charlotte just being a Charlotte person. And I like the assertion of like her. She doesn't strike me as someone who would sit in a cafe by herself and have another cup of coffee. And yeah. I just liked that for some reason. And Carrie's like saying goodbye to New York and as, as if it's like like she's never coming back. And it's like, babe, you're leaving for a weekend. Well, even 20 years ago, the air quality in L.A. was terrible. So that's nice. <laughs> they show up at um the hotel and they only have two reservations uh, instead of three you guys the the men in this episode are so hot those la men so the production company only gives them two rooms instead of three this guy is so and hot more importantly samantha's eye fucking this model in a fish tank who's literally just in this hotel like being a model in a fish tank but more importantly the hotel didn't book them on a smoking and Carrie's like, that's my nightmare. There's nothing that could be work. This is the bad place. <laughs> um, exactly. Because it is her bad place not to smoke. So he, the guy's like, uh, Miranda, who's the one who doesn't have a room. He's like, I suggest you stay with a friend. And Miranda's like, um, that friend. <laughs> and she picks Carrie. Because the assumption is that Samantha's just going to be fucking everyone. They enter and Samantha is dressed like a, she's in a community theater production of Mamma Mia. Mm -hmm. Samantha, um, Carrie is wearing two different color shoes and Miranda looks like she's a widow. I also don't understand. Did they fly in that? Because. No, they didn't. We saw them in their other episode. Okay. Their other outfits. Good. Man. The three hour time difference also made us three hours late for cocktail hour. Which seems like can't it's you picture it doesn't Samantha make sense because they're three hours earlier singing Super Troopers, Chupapa, Chupapa. yeah, definitely. So she's talking to the model in the window. I think it's a different guy because he's bald, and but he is a oh, model. You're and right. It turns out he he's is a, a dildo, dildo model, model, the second best selling model in America and the first best selling model in Canada. Baby, and he's like I'm bigger in Canada. And she's like, oh, gotta love that metric system. Yeah, lots of good. Samantha voice flirting happening. <laughs> He's like, I know you think I'm making your chain, but I'm not. And actually, we're having a big party for a release of some new toys, and I want you to come. Of course. Toys and accessories. Mm-hmm. And he says, and I want you to come. And she says, oh, honey, I always do. And her hoops are so big. Did you see that meme that was like, the bigger the hoop, the bigger the slut? <laughs> no, but that makes sense. That's funny. Samantha said bye to Mr. Dildo. Miranda said hello to Mr. Dick, who is also super hot. I thought he was... um. Uh, he looks like a, a couple famous actors like mashed into one face. He's he, not. Did you did you IMDb him? Well, no, but he um, like he looks like a Ben Affleck knock knockoff, but actually hotter. He looks like someone because Amazon does that thing where they put the actor on the screen, uh-huh. and it wasn't someone whose name I knew at all. All right, I'm gonna look. While look, we're he's probably been in something, but his name is like Dick D I Q U, and they're having really funny banter back and forth and, and as he's, he's like he's like i love talking to a great smart and literally woman. as he says this like a hot girl walks by and makes eye contact with him and he's like what was i saying to miranda and she's and then, like how nice it is to talk to a, sm- a smart funny woman and then and he's he like fucking pieces can you excuse me for a second and goes to chase the other girl Which and then we got our our two sarah I know, I wrote, uh, uh, like three named sarah's um, Sarah Jessica Parker, and then guest starring Buffy herself here to Sarah kill some Michelle. vampires, Sarah Michelle Gellar, 
is playing this like young executive who's trying to get Carrie's book optioned super over the top. Oh my God. He's on Pretty Little Liars. Oh, that makes sense. He's the pastor, Ted Wilson. Um, and he was in a movie called Cat City. That makes sense because he's like hot dad now. So I think I remember him from. Did you ever watch the Amanda Bynes series, What I Like About You? The series? Uh Uh-huh. No. With her and Jenny Garth? No. He was in that. And, um. So this guy's been in some shit, Mr. Dick. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, really quickly, another thing that I loved about Israel. Uh Uh-huh. Is that, um. Their version of rats are um, cats. So they're just street cats all over Israel. And every single time I was like, a street cat. And our tour guide was like, Brooke, they're fucking vermin. And I was like, I love them. I was like, these are the, Israel is super jellical. Jellical. That's why you loved it so much. That's why. the Jellical Brooke in your jellical Israel. Jellical Israel. That's right. That's the theme of my puppets. <laughs> yep. Street, a street cat at every table. That sounds fucking amazing, to be honest. Oh, my God. Don't let me it. have a cat-themed bat mitzvah. I mean, have I ever heard three words, four words <laughs> that I like more than cat-themed bat mitzvah? Um, Sarah Michelle Geller is being like, she's, she's only slightly younger, but she's like, you're me. Well, you're me when, I, when I'll turn 30. She's like, listen, you had your heart broken. I've had my heart broken. Which means... Other people have probably had their heart she, broken. She literally says, like, and if I'm this cute, then other women definitely have. So that means big box office numbers. And then she tells Carrie that she has Matthew McConaughey interested. This is really, like, a, they're, like, really, like, painting L.A. and just, like, the fucking worst. Like. Yeah. But this is, I think, how everyone thinks of L.A. Hot, scantily clad women, men who are interested in those women. And, um... Bad and, and film executives. Yeah, exactly. And there's, she's drinking a... And l- pools and palm trees. I mean, that's really it. Pool and palm trees. Hey, baby. Hey. Matthew McConaughey. Um, and, and Carrie's just, like, so overwhelmed by this whole conversation. She says, hotty, hot, hot. Yep, which Carrie uses as a beautiful transition to coldy, Charlotte cold, and her coldy, cold, cold, cold. marriage. <laughs> marriage bed, at least. So she's still not having sex, and she's so stressed about it. She's like, <laughs> Trey is like, has Excel spreadsheeted their, all the wedding gifts um, that they've gotten so that Charlotte can send thank yous. And she like goes over and tries to seduce him. She still really thinks that it's a her failing somehow or that like if she's hotter and sexier, she can fix it. Um, I mean, spreadsheets are super sexy. And not for Trey though, man. Oh, for me they are. Yeah, but nothing sexy for Trey. Like organize my fucking Gmail inbox and then yeah. like... Let's fuck all over it. That's right. Just like right all over. Just like print it out, legal paper, <laughs> tape it together. Just let's fuck. Yeah, fuck. Like, like let's like make a calendar and then like. Mm. She like gets on his lap and is really trying. And then she accidentally deletes something and he basically tries to get her off his lap so he can fix it. I mean, he's so he's like playing dumb, not interested. Like he knows what she's trying for. You guys, Trey sucks. And then she's eventually like, Trey, we have a problem. And he's like, I know. We have two serving dishes. She's like, no, you dick. I married you and we, won't, we don't have any sex. Um, I have a question. Ask me. Would this be an issue for you? Yes. But I also would have fucked him before we got married. That's what I was going to say. I, I think that... She's wishing she had remembered to register for, for a sex, sex life. life. There are le- like people who... Um, 
have low libidos. There are people who are, you know, asexual, like that, that, that's not a deal breaker for everyone. But I think if you are an adult who wants to be having sex with your partner, that's a huge deal breaker. I mean, that's part of a healthy relationship. I agree. She knew that she just wanted to be married. Well, sometimes what you want is not what you need. And what you think you want is not the thing you really want. And then you get what you think you want and it's not what you want. And then you're a pickle. That's right. And then you have to be in a jar on a shelf somewhere instead of outliving your life. I hope we never get put in jars. Me too. I hope we're always wild pickles. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Living our wild pickle ways on the streets of New York. Yeah. I want to be. Can't b- hold this deal down. Now I'm a briny bitch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there are briny two th- Brooke. There are two things in New York that in LA that you simply must do. One, rent a car. Two, learn to drive it. And somehow they get stuck with a shift yeah, like with a stick shift, which Carrie wanted because it matched her outfit, which she's only wearing for that day. And she doesn't know how to drive it. And they're on hills. Listen, Ireland is mostly stick shift. And I got an automatic car. Thank God. Because watching my American friends try and learn how to drive stick shift made me want to die. I think it's a great skill to have. And I'm glad a lot of people do. But I would never fucking rent a stick shift for myself. <laughs> they literally like roll down a hill backwards. My favorite. Because can't figure it my out. My favorite thing about this scene is that they're trying to get up the hill and then Samantha's like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to just walk. I have to go have a date with this dildo. And she just leaves them in the car. I'm also like, how do you know where you're going? I would have pulled my phone out and like gotten maps, you know, but you're, you're just taking off in a city you don't know. I mean... Okay, so when it's I saw... It's not like there's great public transportation in LA. Like, where the fuck is she going? So they, they finally made it, and they sh- did a pan of the WB studios. So, like, RIP the name WB. And also, like, you know what it made me think of? Um, the Animaniacs. Did you ever... Nope, watch? never. Well, shout out to all my Animaniac there fans out there. CW, though, was one of the three channels I got growing up. So but I it remember was, some it, good it, CW it, content. No, no, no. Sorry, WBWB. Did you That's ever different. watch Kids WB? No, definitely uh, not. I was a big fan of the kids WB after school. They had some good shit. Um, So she goes to the studio because she's meeting with Matthew McConaughey. This is really about to happen. So she's actually about to have a scene with Matthew McConaughey. And this is where I have a lot of questions. Here are my questions. Uh First of all, Matthew Matthew McConaughey is like, I want to be in this movie. I want to be Mr. Big. We're starting now. Carrie's a fucking idiot. He's like, Carrie's a bitch. Mr. Big's the best guy I've ever seen. He is like. Which also, if she's as good as right at writing as she seems like she is, how on earth did he get the impression Mr. Big is like a flawless, beautiful person? Because he's Matthew McConaughey. Here are my questions. So he's like lunging at her like a small tiger. Here is my stream of consciousness during the scene. Mm -hmm. Am I on drugs? I feel like I'm on an acid trip. Do we think that this scene was improv? Do we think that he wrote it? I have so many questions. Look how uncomfortable Sarah Jessica Parker looks. Why is the lighting in this scene different than any other scene mm-hmm. we've ever had in this show LA why lighting. is Matthew McConaughey so blonde mm-hmm. um did he why won't he stop chewing on a toothpick did somebody write this <laughs> or is this like improv is Sarah Jessica Parker the best actor how many takes do you think that it took because I would not be able to honestly my one shit together I think it took one take he fucking busted this out he improved half of it it was half written they decided to keep it it's also funny now because the premise of the scene is a non-famous person and a very famous person when we know we're watching two very famous people which makes me laugh were they Um, ever in a movie together what movie was he working on at the time that his hair had to be that color uh only wonder yeah let's find it i bet we can um and she tries to push back do you have any thoughts on this sell your scene well it's funny because he's he starts playing with her where he's like i'm acting i'm big but but and you you be Carrie and she's like I am Carrie. Well, she wants to fuck so her. So she keeps yeah he literally wants to fuck so her. So this episode came out on September tenth, two 
2000. Okay. And Matthew McConaughey. Let's see. Let's see. Was in. This is very predatory and weird, actually, too. Uh, this would not fly today. I don't think this scene. Um, the wedding planner. Oh came, sure. Came out in 2001, and he is blonde in it. I guess that makes sense. Beautiful. Well, we solved at least one of your questions. Now there are only 45 left. I'm just curious. One other thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, he was. Failure to launch in 2006 is a romantic comedy starring the two people. Of course. Scene. Of course. So they later work together. That's beautiful. She looks stunningly beautiful. She does. And also so deeply uncomfortable. This whole thing. I mean, he's really trying to coerce her into having sex with him upon meeting, basically, because he is playing Mr. Big and she's playing Carrie. And she's like, but I am Carrie. And then she's like, I need to have a, do you mind if I smoke? And he's like, oh, I actually don't think that our Carrie character should smoke. She's just like so taken aback and understandably. She was like, after I left, I some, I took a wrong turn. So she, she winds up wandering around. Like old sets, old basically. Sets and it like ends up on a New York set. Um, which is much cleaner and nicer than New York. Yeah, honestly. But she was like, I'd come to New York. I mean, I'd come to LA for vacation, hoping to get away from all these things and myself, but sitting on the fake set, all my old issues felt more real than ever. I couldn't help but wonder. Here it is. No matter how far you travel or how much you run from it, can, can you, you ever, ever really, really escape, escape your past? past? I would like to pause. Uh-huh. As someone who has recently gone very far, uh-huh. uh, I venture to say, um, no. <laughs> yeah. Your past uh, is part of you. Mm-hmm. However, I think you can um, release it. But I don't think mm-hmm. that it matters how near or far you are away from it. I think time heals everything. Hey, baby. Uh, can't help myself. That's um, right. But. I feel pretty much similarly. I don't think it has to rule you. But I think, you know, the past becomes part of who you are in your lived experience and yeah if we've learned anything from the lion king that's right and i have learned a lot from the lion king i learned pretty much all of my major life lessons from the lion king that's true as one should who needs school send the kids to lion king class lion king class <laughs> lion king school you have a hakuna matata lecture mm-hmm. on tuesdays you learn at how four. to make puppets you learn how to make puppets you learn how to eat bugs you learn, you how, learn to how to strike out on your own and make friends with people who are outside of your species all those things, you know. Yeah, you learn how to um, read the stars, and you probably do ayahuasca and see your father in the clouds. I was just gonna say you learn how to avenge your father, and take power back from your uncle, and change the weather from rain to sun by just stepping on a rock. Also, you read Hamlet. That's that's pretty key. So um, this has been Lion King School with yeah, Luke and welcome. Bridget. All of all of you are now educated, and you have matriculated and graduated. Proud of you. Hakuna Masada. Um, Carrie gets caught smoking on the set. And the, she and literally the guy comes can't by and is catch like, a smoke break. Hey, I think <laughs> the guy is like, put that out. She's like, but I'm outside and it's New York. And he drives away, but she puts it out. And in, in New York, the release of a new book is cause for celebration. And here in L.A., a new line of sex toys will do they, the trick. They roll a cake by that has an enormous, really beautifully sculpted cock what on it. What the fuck is Miranda wearing? And the only thing it says on it is enjoy, which I just love. Whoever ordered that okay. cake. Yeah, Miranda's wearing a weird. It's fucking so dowdy. Samantha goes, we can't They're leave They're at the yet. dildo party. And Samantha's, I mean, and Miranda's in like a house dress. Samantha goes, we can't leave yet. They haven't even cut the cock. Yeah, Because it's good. a cock-shaped cake. But I only want to refer to cakes as cocks. Because what a <laughs> weird way to pronounce yeah, that great. word. I love it. Um. Also, Sarah Jessica Parker is wearing eyeliner in this episode. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Bridget? Mm-hmm. 
I'm here for it. Yeah, me too. I noticed that also, but I think it's, I like it. I like it too. Um, okay, so I actually really was interested this in this conversation mm-hmm. between Miranda and Carrie. Yeah. So Miranda's basically like, okay, so I was talking to this guy and I wanted to have sex with him. And then this woman in a tight dress walks by and he walked away and had sex with her. But like, why not have sex with me? She's like, well, she's talking partially about the, about how in LA she feels like um, people are much more obvious about sex. Yeah. And how in New York it's all f- coy and flirting and being smart and hoping they get the picture. And she's like, I wish I could be like that. I wish I could just, you know, like, just she's like, look at this woman who's wearing like a gold halter, backless, tight, short dress. She's like, I bet men know she wants to have sex. And Carrie's like, well, she works in porn. She's a hooker. Yeah. And the, and Carrie also was like, so that woman got her, um, that woman got her, you know, got the guy, but for how long? And, and Miranda's like, I don't care. I'm on vacation. I just wanted to get laid. And, and the woman's like. Oh, are you talking? Do I know you? And she's like, oh, do you work in the porn industry? She's like, oh, no, I'm a lawyer for Disney. And Miranda's like, you fucking see? I just wanted to talk about this because that actually really struck a chord with me. Yeah. Because I feel like. Well, the woman also handles it beautifully. She hears Carrie call her a stripper, turns around and genuinely smiles at them and is like, hi, do I know you? Like, not even trying to be super bit bitchy at them. No. She's genuinely like, you know, we're at a sex party and it's L.A. and whatever. But. It kind of shows Carrie a little bit. Yeah, it's like don't judge a book by its uh, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Um, also, like you're friends with Samantha. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> deep breaths. Um, Samantha goes to see Garth. Wait, wait, wait. No, I want to talk oh, yeah. more about that. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, I. I just, oh yeah, we just didn't have the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Um, what do you think? I feel like I really like that Miranda's like opinions on it. Like, I really understand because like I feel like that's something I've struggled with. Is like. How do I be clear about what I want? How do I be clear about what I want? Do I have to hide, like, these aspects of me because it's not as... So that someone doesn't think I'm a stripper or whatever? Not actually, but... But it's, like, so are... Is, like, being smart and being a, a quote, lawyer, in my case, but, like, Mm -hmm. like those Miranda qualities, like, do I have to hide them because they're not as necessarily, like, initially desirable? Or just, like, get your boobs out instead. Because, like, you know, your girl's got tits and ass, so, like, what, what does that mean? Well, and it's interesting because it's not like, um, you know, showing off a little bit and takes her, away from the fact that you have those Miranda qualities. And she's kind of at this interesting point where I think she's like, th- when the intent is just to sleep with someone, she's wishing she could be more straightforward about it or have her body speak for her. Or I think have, that sometimes. Yeah. Um, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. So Garth West is, the I like, I love that they named him Garth because it's literally almost girth. This, and I just think it's so funny. This penis is not seen like it's real. No, I mean, no, definitely not. It's like, it's like literally like 10 inches long, which first of all, ow. Second of all, <laughs> ow. But Samantha's very pleased by it and she thinks it's very beautiful. It's also funny because the boxes, if you put three of them in a row behind him, it has his full body on it. But then if you take only one of them, like one, some of them just have like the corner of his arm printed on it. I'm like, who designed these boxes? <laughs> maybe it's like a, it goes all the way around. Oh, maybe. That's a good call. Um, Carrie. So Samantha has sex with Garth. And this is this is so funny. Miranda's like snoring next to her. And she's like, I can't find peace. Anywhere. Carrie cannot sleep. She didn't sleep. Your headboard knocked you unconscious. Yeah, because because Samantha's like, oh, there's something about this L.A. air. I'm just sleeping so well. And Carrie's <laughs> like, you fucking bitch. Um, 
And she's like, I have to go back and see Matthew McConaughey and we're going to brainstorm what's wrong with Carrie and why she fucks up all of her relationships. She's clearly over this already. And they're like, no, you don't have to do it. And then they hand, she hands out Garth's girth. She was like, I got you presents. She's like, oh, a dildo before 10 a.m. How thoughtful. They're autographed, Samantha says. See, see. Yeah, it wraps around you, right? That's very smart. I'm, I designed it. Yes. Including the actual dildo. Um. Nobody needs as much. Oh, and so Miranda's like, do you know she the average? She starts pulling it out slowly and it just keeps coming. And she's like, nobody needs as much. She's like, do you know the average woman's vagina is only five inches deep? And Carrie's like, what the fuck, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know that. That's fascinating. I did. I yeah. didn't. But they're very elastic organs, you know. Mm. I don't know if it's technically an organ. I guess not. I think it's a muscle. Yeah. Um. Carrie's like, I want to leave mine with I'm you. And Miranda's like, um, I think I'm going to hold on to I'm mine. doing Kegels right now, just thinking about my vagina. I'm proud muscle. of you. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> oh, he's going to be so happy. You were back. He cleaned my bathroom. Thanks, Dad. There's a really weirdly erotic series <laughs> of... Um, Charlotte licking stamps. And because she's sending out thank yous, and she feels like every time she licks a stamp, she's mocking her marriage because she's not licking Trey's dick. Carrie is wearing this amazing romper, and so Charlotte calls her and is like, I don't understand. What if he's impotent? And Carrie's like, oh, I haven't. I No, it's so stupid. And basically she's like, put a circular piece of paper on his dick while he's sleeping, and if you wake up and the paper has been ripped, then you know that he's not impotent because he got an erection in his sleep. It's the stupidest idea I've ever heard for a lot of reasons. But you know what? Charlotte does it. And I'm like, how the fuck does Trey not wake up to someone touching his dick? Well, maybe he really doesn't feel it, I guess. Trey sucks. Trey, it's, it, all of it's so weird. Trey BN, I beg to differ. Also, like, <laughs> really good. Also, like, if I woke up and my dick wife was had covered in stamps, I would put, <laughs> yeah, a ring of stamps around my, also stamps. Paper, I guess the point is you want to see if it tears. Another jacuzzi I have is that the next pun, there's a lot of really, <coughs> really impressive wordplay in this episode. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. Samantha's like, she took Mr. Dildo after some dim sum. And I said to myself, you know what sounds horrible? Dim sum followed by sex. Yeah, that's I like one of those like food I wouldn't eat before. Partially because when I eat dim sum, I just like gorge myself. Yeah, and then your stomach hurts and you're gassy. Yeah, that's not sexy time. And so Garth, who has a weird blonde mustache, mm -hmm. um, is like, I'm a poet. You want to hear my... He's like, I want you to know how is more she gonna, about me. How is she even going to... This is so silly. She licks the stamp, makes a circle, and he doesn't wake up. So what's the... Like, what does she also, think she's going to Also, he's only four stamps wide. Trey. <laughs> well, I mean, you know a flaccid dick is not huge. Even a big dick probably doesn't take that much around it. You're right. Right. I mean, I've seen a lot of dicks in my day. I know you have. I know you have. Brooke the dick expert, <laughs> as I've always called you. <laughs> Get it trending. Get your dick stats here. <laughs> Get them while they're hot. Dick stats, dick stats. Get your dick stats. Did you know the vagina's only five inches deep? <laughs> Did you know? That was my booth at the uh, high school carnival. That's right. Dick, dick stats. Facts. <laughs> dick stats. That's right. Most people have a kissing booth and I examined your penis <laughs> for dollars. Ah, uh, yes. This one looks... Very average. Well done. You have a freckle on the right vein. Congratulations. One in every ten on the men. Right vein. <laughs> one in every ten men. Has the old freckle on the right vein. <laughs> a classic mark of a good lay. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Dick fortune telling. 
You're like, oh, I can tell by the thickness of the veins here that you're going to have a dry spell for a year and then you're going to have all the sex you could ever want. But Uh, it will only be anal. (laughs) That's it. You got to tell dick futures. I like rub the Yeah, to rub the head. Oh, we got a little discharge. (laughs) What does that mean? Your smegma's telling me. (laughs) Yes, but a little sniff has told me. But you need to fucking shower and you don't deserve your girlfriend. That's it. Until you shower <laughs> twice a day, um, you will not, not get, get laid. <laughs> now I would give you a potion, but I'm going to tell you instead of uh, instead of making yourself a potion, you just get in the fucking shower and shower twice a day. <laughs> Until you trim <laughs> around the you'll base, t- <laughs> you'll have an egg on your face. <laughs> I was going to say. A thing you will not see is a face. <laughs> there you go. Because you, you won't get blowjobs. Right. You need to trim your, everybody. Man. And we all know no faces are exposed unless there are blowjobs happening. That's when I remove my face hood and put, <laughs> put my mouth on My the alien suit comes out. <laughs> yeah, I unzip I... my body and suck a dick, baby. <laughs> I really <laughs> leave my body. My soul sucks I'm dicks. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to go slip into something a little <laughs> sexier. And then I <laughs> drop my human skin on the bathroom floor and like slither out to suck a dick. <laughs> Hey, hey. Bridget is just slithery. Yeah, she's acting. She just is um, slithering slithering down this chair, which means like, fellas. It's a nice vagina you got there. Can I uh, slither in? (laughs) Anyway. You have to open the Griffin door. You got to get through the Chamber of Secrets first. You got to open my Chamber of Secrets Enemies of the air, beware. (laughs) Am I right? right, That's right. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> anyway, we missed Carrie sitting by the pool smoking. Someone comes out to tell her she shouldn't be smoking. A really I- hot guy. No, he asks oh, that's right. to bum a cigarette. Sh- oh, wait, wait, wait. I wrote something funny because because he's she's talking about how she can't escape the ghost of relationships past. And I giggled because Matthew McConaughey is in a movie called The Ghost of Girlfriends Past. <laughs> I also love that because you just basically called him Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I think your Israeli snuck back into your your brain. It wasn't fully, but it was almost. When Um, you listen back, you're going to love that. And then Charlotte, um, the stamp, the stamp trick works. And so he's not impotent. But then Charlotte's like, she's so elated about it, but then realizes that maybe it's an emotional thing. And she's. That's what I mean. It's like such a silly. It's dumb. If you wanted to know if he can get hard, you could say. Do you get hard? Yeah. Like but I you wanna, would, you but would he's hope, not having a conversation with her, clearly. You so. would hope that if you're married to someone, you can talk to them about their flaccid penis. I hope a lot of things yeah. for Charlotte. Yeah, I don't she know. be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, <laughs> Miranda. <laughs> I, I love it because she looks so awkward on the bowl. But she, Miranda's like so they're in still a fixated on this, like just being open. And she points to a woman who's riding a mechanical bull and was like, that woman knows what she wants. That woman's screaming sex. And Samantha's like, you know what, fucking Miranda, just do it. Do it. Stop complaining about it and do it. And Miranda gets up and rides the mechanical bull. And she... And then she unbuttons her shirts and her bra is out. And, and she still screaming. looks super awkward. But everyone in the bar is like very into it. It's so funny. And Carrie's like, wow, I guess she really did need a vacation. She also has glittery lips tattooed on her shoulder. Yeah, I don't really know. So Carrie's driving to go meet with Matthew McConaughey. 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 <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Um, and she's like, I could drive in and have someone tell me the mistakes I've made in my past. 
Or I could drive on and figure them out myself. And that's exactly what I did. She learned If she could learn how to drive stick shift, then she could learn how to be in a relationship again. And I was like, that's quite a leap yeah. to make. <laughs> Those are not the same thing. Um, but also, it's not like you don't know how to be in a relationship. No, that's you what just she make says. Some real if bad. I could master a stick shift, could a successful relationship be so far behind? And you're just like, what? What? <laughs> That's like saying. We all know in the classic order of life, you master the stick shift and then you can date someone. Like, if I could make a chicken soup, could I then, find then love I again? Then I get my PhD. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. If I could cross the street with the lights, does that mean I could <laughs> become <Yes>. a pilot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yes, because it means you can see the color of the lights and therefore aren't colorblind. Oh my God, the next episode is in LA too. Oh, I think I, um, I think I have seen a bunch of stills from this one. Dan Clay, our favorite Carrie Dragshaw mm-hmm. has done a series recreating her LA outfit. So I knew this was coming up at some point. Um, all right. That's the episode. That's it. Who'd you resonate with? I resonated with Miranda. Uh-huh feeling like she needs to be showier in order to feel like that her what she has to offer isn't sexy um and i resonated with um matthew mcconaughey Mm -hmm. (laughs) no i don't know i think i probably uh, i resonated with charlotte because she wasn't really in it no i'm just kidding she wasn't in it and her plot was stupid this is a dumb diatribe i resonated with miranda like i said Mm -hmm. and then i i probably resonated like with carrie a little bit Mm -hmm. but not really yeah, not in this particular one. What about you? It's interesting to see her. This one has absolutely nothing to do with carrying a romantic interest. Even Matthew McConaughey doesn't really. No, but it's about big. Right. But she's not actively seeing someone. No. You know, which is interesting. It's been a long time. Um, I probably is the same. Out of everyone, probably resonated with Miranda most. But I don't know. This wasn't like a super personal one for me. No, me either. Partially, like we said, it's a bit of a weird episode and kind of a one-off. But yeah. clearly not, I guess, if there's another LA episode after. But Yeah. Um, that's that. We're back. We're back in the flow, babies. Um, was there plopability? Oh. Um, I feel like all of this could happen in 2018. Yeah, largely. I think um, the smoking thing would be a different issue. It would, like, would be like something. It would be like a vape pen. Right. Well, she just Or like it would be weed. It wouldn't be such a big deal that she didn't smoke in L.A. because she wouldn't be smoking here, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, largely poppable, though. Miranda's is. Charlotte's, Charlotte's is, is, I guess. Samantha, I guess there are still dildo models, so. Yeah, I guess there are dildo models in this world. There are. Um, yeah. How um, Delta Ups, Delta Downs? Should we, like, mm, yeah. dive in? Delta Up. Um I got my nose pierced, which, as I said, I'm very happy about. Also, I saw Black Panther this weekend, and it was great. I think I'm going to go tomorrow. Yeah, you should if you can. I have full confession. Tell me. Not seen any of the movies, basically, with the exception of Lady Bird from this season's anything. Mm-hmm. I, because of the amount of time I spent on the internet, feel like I know a lot about all of them. But I saw Black Panther and loved it and immediately wanted to see it again. I've been thinking about it a lot since. Also, my third Delta up is that... um. Not only when I am supposed to leave work, which is at 5.30, but when I usually leave work, which is at least 6, tonight, there was stills and light in the sky. So we're back on it. I know. It's starting to happen. I know. Very happy about that. Mm, Delta downs. um, Just the usual downs, you know, kind of in a general rut and 
dealing with some stuff, but nothing too bad. How about you? Um, my Delta up is that I had a life-changing journey through another part of the <laughs> world. Um, and it's a pretty big Delta up. I had a really good Delta Delta up. And um, another Delta up is that um, I'm, ha- I'm happy to be home. Yeah. I was ready to come home. Yeah. Um, That's my, a good feeling, too. But, like, <laughs> my Delta down is that my trip is over. Mm-hmm. Um, and that... Saying bye to people you spend a lot of time with. Yeah, there are a lot of people that I'm just, like, don't know when I'm going to see again. Mm-hmm. And I made some really... I met some really wonderful people that I like a lot. Um, and I missed all of them. Um, I like met myself in Israel. Like I found that's is- so crazy. Israeli me. I love that. I love Israel. You're now Israeli. You. you oh, I got my I got my Hebrew name. Oh yeah. Yuval or UV for short. Um, hashtag Moosh Life is my Delta up, and um, that's that. Um, ma'am, social media ma'am. How could I, a lone wanderer, find you on social media? Um, well, lone wanderer, you're going to want to find a computer. <laughs> I recommend a library <laughs> if you don't have one. What's a library? Um, great question. An establishment that is highly undervalued and amazing. <laughs> um, I am on Twitter at Mrs. Burt Macklin, and I am on Instagram at BridgetM37. Where can I find all of your beautiful photos from your trip? You can find me on Twitter. Uh, I'm back. Yeah. I, I didn't have data, so I wasn't tweeting, but I'm mm-hmm. tweeting again mm-hmm. at Brooke underscore Wiseman. And you can find me on Instagram um, doing ridiculous stories um, at Brooke Wiseman no underscore. And if you put an underscore, Bridget, what will happen? You're just going to die right away, so just don't do it. I will kill you immediately. I will wait until you're most in your most precious sleep and you're dreaming about the thing you love the most and then I'll tap you on the shoulder and then you'll open your eyes and you'll look over and you'll be like, oh my God, are you in my dream? And I'll be like, And then no. you're going to say in Israeli. And the Arogotra, which means I'll, I'll kill, kill you one, one day. day. And then I'll be like, and today is that day and then I'll... And then I'll be over. And then it'll be done. Um, to collectively, we are at, at Splat, Splat Podcast. Podcast on Instagram and Twitter uh, and at gmail.com. I'm sorry we haven't been posting on Splat. Um... That was partially my fault. I was the one who had internet access and I made two posts, so. That's okay. I'm excited. The one you did do was really, really good. Um, Both of them. Because one was the camels and one was the, yeah, the you captain's did a, lock. You know, but I'm back. And, I'm, and me, now we're back. The memes are coming. Yeah. Thank you for holding out with us while we've been gone. Um, yeah. I hope you missed us. We missed you. Um, Honestly. Very much so. What else? Um, I think that's it. Is that it? Is that it? Housekeeping? housekeeping i can't confirm that the best hummus is in israel sorry i was gonna say to my brother i'm i have a recipe that apparently is great so the best the best hummus in new york might be in this very apartment hell yeah Uh, i made soup today that was a delta up well done (laughs) and i'm marinating chicken i've been more productive in the 24 hours that i've been back (laughs) i saw that tweet (laughs) than i have in all i did all of the laundry i fully unpacked from like before i went to sleep last night that's such a good feeling though it was such a good feeling um Love it. Love you guys. Love Love you. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.